Business Matters in association with Atlantic Technological University, Donegal. Study for a Doctorate of Business Administration and obtain the highest level management qualification available. Visit atu.ie forward slash DBA. Johnny Patterson of Johnny's Ranch in Remelton. Uh, delighted to have you on the program, Johnny, at the award-winning premises that you have, a, a household name in much of North Donegal and indeed much further afield. Uh, you've won numerous awards, best uh, fish and chips in the country and a lot more, as we'll hear about. So, first of all, uh, maybe you can just outline to our listeners uh, what exactly is the ranch, where you are and uh, what you do. Johnny's Ranch is located on the banks of the River Lennon in Ramelton. Uh We're open five years this year. And we basically are a food truck sitting there on Gamble Square and the river lands in the backdrop. Now, food truck can mean so much. I think it's fair to say, you know, go back 10, 20, 30 years ago in Ireland, you know, the takeaway, the chipper, everything was fairly standardized. We've seen a, an explosion in the, the menus and what is on offer. And yes, you do fish and chips and that is a, a key part of your business you do great burgers and then more exotic things as well you can even get stroganoff so before we look at all that let's go back to the the beginning uh, tell us a little bit about yourself you're from Remelton uh, what's your background uh, was there a, a culinary influence when you were growing up so um, I trained in Kelly Beggs, uh both hospitality and bar management, and it went on then to work in Rathmullen House and then Bell's Kitchen, and then my father took sick, so I decided I'd move back to Melton, and I decided that I, Pat Brady from the kitchen and Letter Kenny was selling the chip van, so I approached him and I thought I would give it a try and see if it works. Because at that time, there was only two other cafes in Remelton. And then I started, and it sort of took off from there. Now, that was a, a big decision uh, five years ago when you started off. What were your expectations at the time? <laughs> if I would survive a year, I'd be doing well. So on our first year then, we had some of the top food critics from around Ireland, the likes of Georgina Campbell, Lucinda Sullivan, all this is on the first, probably first six months, and there was a couple of reviews in Irish Independent, and that from there on, it just blew up. Now, you must have been doing something uh, a little bit extra or a little bit different to, to be starting from scratch. So uh, what were you doing that was different or what was, because obviously you were standing out almost from the word go, so what was going on? Well, I always said from the very, very start that our main emphasis was on the quality of the product and we have a real emphasis on supporting all the local business, so like our meat comes 100 metres from up the road at Lennonside Butchers. Or potatoes come from Kilboy, from uh, Sean Doherty's Fruit and Veg. Our fish comes daily from Killy Beggs, from Albatross Seafood. And 
then whatever dry goods we need, we try to support all the locals. So like our gas comes from Remelton, the petrol comes from like worst case to keep us fueled. You know, we try to keep everything within the town. And, yeah, and you know it's a it's a great example of of the the local economy and and one person I suppose feeding I was going to say feeding off each other and this literally can be the case. Uh, you know, as one business supports another, you could have gone and and brought bought imported Dutch chips frozen in large quantities, but there is a real difference when when you can produce that local product and you know people do recognise it and uh, it's paying dividends. Yeah, and the thing about this, uh, like each business within the town, it doesn't matter, you know, supports each other, but it's the quality of the produce from the very, very start. And even during COVID and any times, we never, ever, we'd never differentiate in the quality at all. It's always consistent, and consistency is the key to what we do at the minute. So tell us a little bit about, uh, you, you mentioned the catering college in Killy Beggs. Now, of course, Killy Beggs uh, linked in with part of the ATU. Uh, when you went there, you naturally had a, an interest in, in cooking. Uh, did you have aspirations to be a, a chef or to be working in a restaurant? Or what, what was in, in the back of your mind back those years ago? Well, this- Probably more so to do front of house. Never my wildest dreams did I think I would step back into the kitchen. But you know the opportunity arose. I took it, and I says that my main focus was. And people always say to me, "Oh, you should go here, there, and everywhere during the summer." The bread and butter, and for building the business from the very start was to stay in one place at the same consistent hours. So the people, if they come on a Tuesday, they know you're open. If they come on a Sunday, they know you're open. And you're there in the one place all the time. Like, I never, ever thought I would be back in the kitchen. But we tried it, and it worked. And hospitality is so important uh, because it's that first welcome, that first sight, that first conversation with somebody. Uh, If they get a, a positive response and you're chatting to them, you know, that can pay dividends as well. Yeah, like we're very, very lucky as because uh, Remelton would be quite a touristy town as well. It's the gateway to the whole like Mulford, Rathmullen, Bannock Peninsula. So like we would get a lot of passengers, but we're very, very lo- lucky that we're able to stay open in the winter because like our bread and butter is the winter business. doesn't matter how many tourists come during the summer. But uh, no, we're quite lucky that way. Now, you touched on there about the consistency of, of your opening hours. So it's uh, pretty much you've your set hours, and that's it. Um, I think, is it Tuesday to Sunday, is it, that you operate? You've Tuesday to Sunday, 4 yeah, to 9. 4 to 9. And then bank holidays. Yeah. Now, if we look at it, 4 to 9, some people will think, gosh, this Johnny Patterson's plenty of time off. He goes down, he opens up the place for five hours, and he's sitting watching Netflix the rest of the time. But I suspect, Johnny, that's uh, far from the case. And back to the local produce and preparation, there's an awful lot going on before uh, four o'clock each day. Yeah, so like my day personally would start around nine o'clock in the morning where the potatoes are all blanched. And then you're preparing fresh batter because we cook 
everything to order fresh from scratch. The, the prep has to be done. So the key to it is making sure that you have enough prep prior to opening so that you have a smooth service. Like we batter all our fresh fish in front of you. Like it's all done at old school, but it like was a modern twist in the batter. The same with like onion rings, the beef stroganoff, everything's freshly cooked in front of you. Now, this modern twist with the batter, anybody who likes their fish and chips, the fish is important, but the batter is also very important, and there's so many different types of batters out there. So from what you've done and the reaction from your uh, customers, I take it that you've uh, perfected a, a pretty good batter. Well, th- it's part of your awards, and, and there's a lot of comments about it. Yeah, so our batter is as old as the hills, but there's only two people that know the actual whole recipe. So it's me and my sister knows exactly what goes on in the quantities. Everybody will get something that comes out of the batter, but but to put it all together, nobody gets the exact recipe. So it's like our trade secret. So it's a bit like uh, Coca-Cola. There's just only a handful <laughs> of people who have it. Now, you, yeah. mentioned, you mentioned your sister, Martina. She's played a, a big part in this business. Yeah, so she's been with us pretty much from, well, she was there to start to help me set up. And then she came full-time during COVID. So uh, she's probably one of the key people in the business, as well as myself. And then the other staff that join in the summer, uh, she keeps like she knows the level that we we have, we always try to reach, and she knows like there's no such thing. It doesn't matter how busy you are; it takes that wee bit longer for it to go out right. Or every time. You mentioned there she became full time during COVID. So how did that all come about? So she was working in another uh, establishment, and. They were closed all during COVID. We were actually open all during COVID uh, because we were an outdoor setting. So it was actually perfect for us. And the weather during COVID was actually brilliant. So yeah. we ended up doing quite a quite a good uh, local trade as well during that. So COVID came at a, a time that you were still relatively early in the development of your business. A lot of people... We're going to the wall and suffering, and so you were one of the people who, who COVID, it actually, it's fair to say, it helped your, your business in, in some respects, and the fact that you built up your reputation and there wasn't too many places to go, being outdoors was an advantage for you, just located there on the banks of the Lennon. Yeah, so we were... When COVID had with us, uh, we were all geared up and ready for it anyway. We had all the windows in prior to that for so because like it was winter time and remotement to have a a chip fan line open was completely like the wind was coming in around us. So I had windows and everything in the chip van prior to COVID hitting, so we were ready to rock. So then when COVID did hit, we were able to um we were able to just go play and sail and it was me, my niece, so it was all the one household anyway. So we were in it every day and we did quite well. 
you know, and then I had an accident in the middle of it, so we were closed for about three months in the summer. It started the very summer where I broke my ankle, and then we came back, and it was as if we hadn't gone away at the start of October. We've mentioned the reviews that you got, even from an early stage, a lot of tourists and social media coming into play here. You got great reviews. Some of the awards that you've got, uh, All-Ireland Street Food of the Year, Ulster's Best Burger, Best Independent Takeaway in Ulster. Give us an idea of, of how the, they came about and how many awards that you've won. The first couple of years we were independently mystery inspected by the likes of Georgina Campbell, John Sally McKenna Guide and Lucinda Sullivan. Then the inspections for the likes of the best street food of the year, they're independently assessed and they're brought then to a panel and it's the final decision then of the panel based on the review that you got from the inspector. And the same with the likes of uh, Best Independent Takeaway. Uh, last year was our big year, the 20. We sat for three years at the Ulster title for uh, Takeaway Burger of the Year, Suki Pack, which is a company in Dublin. And the, last year we actually took the Best Takeaway Burger for all the takeaways within that for National Burger Day. So tell us a little bit about, uh, there must be something special about the burgers uh, that's given you that edge on your competition and, and other takeaways. What What's so special about the Johnny's Ranch Again, burger? Again, it's probably the quality of the meat that comes from uh, side, like every day. The butchers over with Union and Jason at Lennonside, they get the or order they make them specially for us and again you know it's it's quality products that they use and you know it's great they're only 100 meters up the road so it's always good to support another business yeah now as well as the burger what else goes into it uh, the baps are an important side of things and it's not just a, a case of putting them out in the in the cheapest baps that you can get uh, from a, a local wholesaler. There's a little bit more here as well, I suspect. Yeah, so it's like we try to go for a bit of a different salad. We have our own house dressing that we dress all the salads with. Um, it's just a, making sure that all the flavours marinate into the rice. So, like, we use a brioche barn cake is what we use. And then it's the... the and it's not just like ordinary iceberg lettuce. We have five different lettuce that go into salad mix and then uh, cherry tomatoes and stuff like that. It really is gourmet takeaway food as opposed to the, just the, the old traditional food. But as you say, keeping some of the old recipes, combining with a, a modern twist and things, ensuring the quality and you add it all up, and you've the ingredients there for success. When you were starting off, uh, Johnny, you, you mentioned the, the first van that you had. Um, you went for quality from the word go, but I take it the initial menu was, was probably quite restricted because you were just feeling your way. Yeah, well, we had 10, 10 items on the menu, and today, as, as we speak, we have only 12, so we keep it small. And it's, you know, so that we're not 
like holding loads of stock all the time. Like for a prime example, once we sell out of fish on a daily basis, we're sold out. The same with burgers. Like we try to sort of measure how busy we're going to be from day to day. But like once we sell out, that's it. Like fish will arrive from Killy Beggs usually between 12 and 2 every day, apart from Sunday. And then once we sell out, that's it. And that is part of the skill of, of being involved in your own businesses. Stock is, is important that you don't want to have too much. You don't want to have too little. You're trying to gauge it. And I suppose through experience and time and looking at the time of year, you can judge fairly accurately uh, uh, what, what you need to have. Yeah, so like I would be, I would be kind of the view that I would rather rub out than have too much sitting. But that's only a personal thing for me. Like I just because people's expecting a quality product all the time. So like if we run out of fish at eight o'clock, say I don't mind because we're closed at nine. There's eleven other things on the menu, but like our two biggest sellers to date has always been the lemon side burger and or fish or fish is very different to most other places and, and I can probably say that you'll probably not get a batter like it anywhere. It's interesting to note that you said your menu is quite limited 10 and now 12 and I noted over the years when you watch uh, TV celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay, and he goes to many uh, a place in his uh, programs, those ones when he goes to these nightmare scenarios. And one of the common faults was people simply serving too big a, a range of choices and, and getting thinly spread, trying to look at everything. When you have a, a smaller number of things, it does make it easier for you to have more control over them and, and you know what you're putting out? For me personally, to have such a big menu and a and a food wagon isn't possible because you don't have the physical space. Like I would rather just have a small menu, and I'm happy enough. So when you were starting off, financial decisions have to be taken. You know, you're looking at your costs. You're trying to control things. Uh, what was it a, a nerve wracking time? Did you feel you know any moment that you thought oh. Have I really plunged into this? You know, am I going to survive? Or from the word go, were were the returns fairly positive that you had a bit of confidence that, yes, I, I've made the right decision? Because when you go out on your own, that's a big step. Yeah, so it was it's scary because you have nobody to turn to, only yourself. So, uh, like, when I went out, I was the only food outlet along the shores in Revelton and then COVID hit and I seen all these people springing up and I was like oh god they must think I'm doing really well but like I was quite concerned that the amount of, there was like five six places that sprung up in the space of a couple of months but we actually was held ourselves and actually grew within that space and then like I would work with like there's another place over there along the shorefront now and it's been there since COVID, which is up and slice. But I would have a very good working relationship with them if they if I ran out of something or they ran out of something, do you know? So like you still 
you have really no choice but just to muddle through, even though there's days you think that you're never going to survive. Like during, we had three months of roadworks there and very little parking and traffic chaos to the hill. But we soldier through and we're at the other side now. You're listening to uh, Business Matters. My guest this week is Johnny Patterson, who runs Johnny's Ranch in Remelton, an award-winning gourmet food takeaway and much, much more. Join us again after this commercial break. Study a Doctorate of Business Administration, DBA, at Atlantic Technological University and obtain the highest level management qualification available. This advanced degree can involve a remarkable journey of growth, both individually and within the broader context of the business world. Check out atu.ie forward slash DBA to register your interest. Welcome back to Business Matters. My guest this week, Johnny Patterson from Remelton who runs Johnny's Ranch, the gourmet kitchen food truck located on the banks of the scenic River Lennon. Johnny, uh, just looking at some of the challenges you have as a a businessman, uh, inputs have gone up so much in recent times and all businesses feeling the, the pinch and no doubt you're no different. And it's important to and it's a challenge for somebody in business to get that balance right. You have to cover your costs. Sometimes you have to put things up in price, but you need to get a balance there because the, the consumer ultimately uh, is sensitive to price. Yeah, so prices have been rising and rising and continue to rise since probably over a year now. And, you know, the balance for us is to get where that we are covering our costs but that we're not ripping off the customer at the same time because like they they have only so much disposable income so like they're feeling the pinch as well as ourselves so like trying to get a balance is very very it's like walking on a tightrope and you know when people have more disposable income one of the things that they spend more money on is, is eating out be it in restaurants or in takeaways and, you know, if if times are tight, that can have an impact. But overall, your, your trade, one of your uh, strongest points and the reason why you have been a great success is uh, that you have always had great consistency in product. So if somebody comes this month and they're not back for another month or if they're a summer visitor and they're here on their holidays and they come back the next year, if you know what you're going to get is as good as the last time. That's a, a, a major plus. Yeah, so it's all, like, you're only as good as your last dish that you serve. So, like, you'll only get an opportunity with one to give out one bad meal because, like, about 10 other people know. So consistency has always been, for me, it's keeping it simple, keeping it fresh, and keeping it consistent for every dish. So, like, every dish is cooked to your order. There's no mass cooking with us. Everything's done in front of you. We we cook like right down to batter each individual piece of fish in front of you. Everything's done there, so you cannot. You basically can't go wrong. Uh, we have mentioned, of course, uh, burgers and chips. They're the big 
sellers of fish. Uh, you also do tacos and stroganoff and stir fries. Um, and no doubt there are certain people who come for them especially. Yeah, so they're more like you'd notice in the wintertime they would be the big sellers as well. In the summertime they're not overly uh, as busy with them but then again people like to sit out on the the wall along the lemon eat rather they could eat fish and chips with their fingers or they'll have like a stir fry or a stroganoff and just sit there and watch the world go by now Johnny's Ranch has become a, a household name you've you've a big social media presence uh, everybody in Remelton knows where you are and over the five years or so of, of business that you've been going uh, you now have a, a lot of repeat customers and they they come from all over Donegal in the northwest I would say 99.9% is repeat business uh, from both our locals so they come out from Ladder County come from all around like Rathmullen, Carrigart, Downans, Panas, even as far as Dunblanahy and they're, they could be there weekly or every fortnightly and then in the summer we have an increase then of a population within the surrounding areas between tourists, holidaymakers, uh, B&Bers, like we would work closely with a lot of the B&Bs so uh, they would send their guests along to us. Yeah. And as you know so many of the people personally you can build up a rapport with them. You almost know what day of the week they're coming down. And that itself is also good for business. Yeah, so that's why it all falls back then to, it doesn't matter in the middle of winter, uh, the darkest day of winter, could be a Tuesday or Wednesday. I, it's all about consistency, same with opening times throughout the summer and the winter, so I always, like to Tuesday to Sunday, four to nine, and bank holiday as well, so that people know because we have certain people that come on certain days every week, weekend, week out for fifty-two weeks of the year. Sometimes people overlook just how important small businesses are. Uh, looking at your own business. You're employed, your sister uh, Martina's employed, you have a couple of uh, part-timers as well. Um, during the week, maybe two people, at three people at the weekend. But you're buying local produce, so that's uh, money being spent locally. People are coming down and spending it. You're paying out wages, you're spending money locally. It's all circulating around. So on the surface of things, people pass by and they see this gourmet kitchen food truck in Remelton. But as your trade is built up, there is that ripple effect. And it, it just goes to show in, in any community just the, the importance of small business. And that's why it's great when somebody like yourself takes that decision to go out on your own, uh, because it's not an easy decision to make. Now, if you look, if you were talking to somebody who maybe has an idea, a, a passion for something, would there be any particular advice that you would give them, Johnny? Just go for it. Try it. There's there's only two things that can go. It can go really good or really bad. If you because uh, if you don't try it, you'll always be wondered. Because if you look back and you've always had an idea and you don't do it, and then maybe somebody else does it, you could be left kicking yourself. As you look back over the last five years, 
you know, what would you change? Because with the benefit of hindsight and experience, there probably are little things that you might have done differently. Does it, is there anything that stands out or can you look back and be fairly satisfied that you, you made most of the big decisions correctly? Um, I would say most of the big decisions were made correctly. Like the one thing that I really couldn't believe was when I said that there was nobody and then to see the town actually thriving now is great because like all these businesses popped up during COVID and most of them stayed, which is great. So the town's quite like people come now from everywhere and anywhere. Just if it's only for a cup of coffee and sip and slice during the day, Dad's in the Blue Goat. Then there's other, like, you have Steve's Cafe there and you have uh, the Wee Indian Cafe down at the bottom of the town and then the Bridge Bar. So, like, there's loads of food outlets within the town which is thriving at the moment and it's becoming a real foodies destination. And that is a, an important point. Uh, we, t- we talk about the the Donegal, the food coast and various initiatives and when a place gets a name for food or, or indeed any industry or be it a craft industry or brewing or so many different things that, you know, people will come and they could go to one or two premises uh, in the in the same visit and as you've touched on there, Remelton has uh, really developed. There, there are so many places now to go and also it's a village which has a, a lot of charm about it as well, very picturesque and that all helps. Just back to the social media, Johnny, through social media and the way tourists come into an area, they, they go on to things like TripAdvisor, which is hugely influential. And just looking at some of the reviews there, that must be a great source of satisfaction. For me personally, I don't really use, I use social media or own social media page and or Instagram. I don't really use TripAdvisors as such. People do leave it, but our main like reviews are left rather on Google or on our own Facebook page, which is like phenomenal for the reviews that we get. You know, and it's all every review is nearly about the consistency of food and the quality it's all down to that there and I noted I was looking at an article in the uh, Irish News, Belfast based newspaper and the headline was I think this was in September Eating Out, Can Ireland's Best Fish and Chips Really Be Found in Remelton at Johnny's Ranch and it's things like that that you know give you publicity that is you couldn't buy that sort of publicity and there could be people coming down from Belfast who may have seen that and may remember that and being such a, a popular dish fish and chips if they know that's the place to go uh, well they're going to go to you and try it out and, and rank you and then people go online they put it up and it all spreads so when you have so much positivity there this all augurs very well for the future yeah so like, little did we, that again, that uh, inspection was carried out independently and mysteriously that we didn't even know until a customer had come and told us on the Friday evening that there was an article. We didn't even know. But he had come and he had left and, like, you couldn't buy that kind, kind of publicity there. Like, we had a full page in the Irish News and the spin-off alone 
from that there and the start of September was humongous for us. Are you confident uh, about the future for small businesses in towns like Remelton and indeed all over Donegal? Is, is, there are challenges out there at the moment, but overall, would you be fairly upbeat looking ahead? Yeah, like I would, uh, well, I would and I wouldn't, you know, like it all depends really much on costs now at the minute for small business, like price of electricity, things like that there, and the food costs alone is soared. But, you know, our Donegal has such a good food scene overall, like be it from South Donegal to North Donegal, the quality over the last 10, 15 years has really, really risen, and it's probably some, probably, I would say personally, as good as any of the Dublin scenes or the likes of Galway. Like, Donegal's totally untapped. They say up here we are different, but, you know, it's, it doesn't have the same influx of tourists compared to the south of the country. So, like, for me, I think uh, it's, it should only bolster, like, the the return this year for all Donegal business. Well, certainly that uh, we hope that the future will be bright in that regard. Johnny, part of running your own business means there can be quite a bit of paperwork. In your case, do you find this to be the case? Is there a lot of red tape or are there people that you can almost subcontract out to or involve accountants or how much do you do yourself when it comes to the the numbers and the figures and the filling out of forms and all that sort of thing? I do it all myself. (laughs) Apart from, you know, like the side not from the accountant, the rest is done by me and Martina. And do you think, you know, there could be better systems in place? Do we have too much red tape or... In fairness, it, you know, there, it has to be followed and there has to be things done like this. You're pretty much on top of it. There's lots and lots of paperwork. But again, for us, like for a small food operation, like the amount of paperwork for like food handling and food storage, so the only good thing is it keeps you on your toes. And it's like it's a very high level in the Republic, I think, for food hygiene, which is very good for the likes of you know, any small food business. Yeah, certainly when you go abroad, it would appear that some of the standards not as high as here, but it means that the consumer is getting high-quality food and there can be random inspections and when it comes to food hygiene in this country, you know, the rules are there, but they're there for for the right reasons and if you adhere to everything, you've nothing to worry about and it, it helps keep standards up and that must be a positive thing. Looking ahead, Johnny, to 2024, um, anything in particular in the pipeline or would you would you ever consider opening up at different locations or would that be a case of maybe losing control and, and you're better just having the one place and, and being totally hands-on at that? For me, like I personally would love maybe in a couple of years time to move into a building, but it's just the, the cost at the minute of renting any building. Like I'm happy enough where I am at the moment. No, I'm happy enough staying put, you know, because like you can during the summer you can 
you could do with three times the truck, and then the winter one would be adequate. Away from the business, Johnny, we all have to get a bit of time off and a little bit of downtime and a bit of headspace to just unwind. When you're not working, what do you like to do to get away from it all? Just be a couch potato. <laughs> I used to do running and then I had an accident, and so I ended up, uh, I've never went back to it. But I used to love running just to clear the head. But now it's just basically chill on the sofa. And it is important to get that time out and, and to be able to... Can you... Are you able to switch off or are you sitting there sort of half watching the TV and thinking about a delivery or what's happening next week or can you switch off? Uh, switch off probably 80%, but no, you never ever switch off. Especially when you're your own... You have your own business. You're always thinking all the time. You've mentioned about the local support that you've got through businesses and customers as well. When it comes to networking for somebody in business, and maybe particularly when you're starting off, that is uh, something that can really open doors as well because it's through talking to other business people that you can get leads and uh, you can get advice and it can help chart the way forward. Yeah. Well, certainly probably all, like... I would go into like the, the shop and I'd be speaking to the manager there for a bit so, and vice versa and things like going for a coffee up to another place. You know, it's all about recommendations from like other business because like when people come in, they're not going to, you want to give them a bit of variety. Like they mightn't come to me three out of the four nights, but they could come on the last night and it's all about referrals all the time. You know, word of mouth is key. If you were the Minister for Finance or if you had a direct line through to him and you wanted to change one or two things at the stroke of a pen to to help small businesses, would there be anything in particular that uh, you would like to see being done to help people who are maybe employing just a few people like yourself? One of the big things would be the bat. The reduction back down to the 9% fat rate because like a lot of it will be the killer of small business. So this, this was... the rising costs. Yeah, so it, it, had, it had been about 13.5% and then reduced and then back up and uh, yeah. there's been a lot of lobbying about it and in a lot of cases it's been the, the businesses who've almost had to consume or had to absorb that uh, increase when it's come back on because they, they want to keep their prices at a level to keep their customers. Yeah, so you have to absorb some of it. Like, um, it's, it went up at the start of September there. Would you feel that there's any chance that it will be reversed again? Because it was reversed before, and definitely there was a, a positive knock-on effect. Uh, but despite all the, the lobbying by various... Uh, industry representatives before the last budget, uh, the call to keep it at the lower 9% rate fell on deaf ears. So no doubt people like yourself and other small business owners will continue to, to push you. would love to see that restored. Yeah, like I just don't think it's looking likely at the moment. Finally, Johnny, just uh, looking back over the last five years, You've had a great success. You've had a lot of awards. And uh, no doubt, if you could go on 
the next five years on the same trajectory as the past five years, uh, that certainly would present a, a very rosy picture ahead. Hopefully, now it's plain sailing. That once we get out of the winter, like already we have started, uh, mystery inspections have started already for the awards 2024. So we're waiting to hear back from them. Once you get over sort of November, January, you're straight into like ready to go into full season again. And it's usually pretty full on from like February right up until usually Halloween. And Johnny, just a, a last word for people out there who are maybe struggling and finding it tough in, in business. And what would would you say to them if, if they're going through a sticky patch? Basically, you know, it's about talking to somebody. And that's, you know, you always feel that weight lifted then. A problem shared can sometimes be a problem halved. Yeah, you know, all you need is a listening ear. You know, and you feel just the weight left. Overall, do you feel Donegal is a good place to do business? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, we've got the quality of life here. You know, the pace. You know, like we might think it's a fast pace, but you know, overall, like you've quality of life, you've space outdoors, you have freedom to do what you want, basically. And it's great. My guest this week was Johnny Patterson of Johnny's Ranch, the gourmet kitchen food truck in Remelton. And my thanks to him for joining us this week. Don't forget, you can email the program at businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters, in association with Atlantic Technological University, Donegal. Study for a Doctorate of Business Administration and obtain the highest level management qualification available. Visit atu.ie forward slash DBA.